0: Welcome to this third Tuesday of Advent, December 14, 2021. Our devotion today, uh, the main passage for it is in Zechariah chapter 2, verses 6 through 13. Up, up, flee from the land of the north, declares the Lord, for I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heavens, declares the Lord. Up, escape to Zion. You who dwell with the daughter of Babylon. For thus said the Lord of hosts, after his glory sent me to the nations who plundered you. For he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. Behold, I will shake my hand over them, and they shall become plunder for those who serve them. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for behold, I come, and I will dwell in your midst, declares the Lord. And many nations shall join themselves to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people. And I will dwell in your midst, and you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. And the Lord will inherit Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and will again choose Jerusalem. Be silent, all flesh, before the Lord. For he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Here, near the very end of the Old Testament, the prophet Zechariah speaks to the Israelites who have been in exile. This particular passage records the third of eight visions received by the prophet, which describes the unlimited size of the restored city of Jerusalem, assuring the people that God's glory will be there, and he will protect them like in the past. The passage then continues with a section where the Lord calls his people in exile to return to the city where he is about to dwell, and all nations will come. For the Israelites, this Zachariah prophecy was a beacon of hope. I come and will dwell in your midst. Little did they know that in roughly 500 years, the Lord would come to dwell with them in the flesh as God became man, John 1.14. The Lord is coming soon. There is hope for us, too, because the prophecy from Zechariah notes that many nations shall join themselves to the Lord, and he will dwell with them and call them his people as well. Zechariah's purpose here is both theological and pastoral. His main emphasis throughout the book is that God is at work, and all his good deeds, including the construction of the second temple, are accomplished not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit. Ultimately, Adonai plans to live again with his people in Jerusalem. He will save them from their enemies, and cleanse them from sin however god requires repentance a turning away from sin towards faith in him just like many of our passages during the advent season these ones are about the first coming of the messiah but it is also a reminder to us about his second coming in matthew jesus tells a parable to exhort his followers to be ready for his return And to steward well his creation and the authority he has given them. In Revelation, we hear the Lord speak to the church in Laodicea, who have become complacent and lukewarm in their faithfulness. Perhaps they began to mirror the world around them once more instead of the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or perhaps they had become too comfortable. And forgot that following Christ would result in a life of sacrifice and suffering. Soon after, Jesus gives another exhortation Behold, I stand at the door and knock. In both passages, we are reminded once more The Lord is coming soon. There is hope once more, however. Zechariah 2 speaks as much to us today as it did for the Israelites all those years ago. We, too, are in exile, surrounded by a culture that looks more like Babylon than Jerusalem. The Lord calls us home to himself. For those of us who know and walk with Jesus, this is a moment of celebration and joy. Mirroring Zechariah, in the final passages of the New Testament, John prophesies in Revelation, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. That's Revelation twenty-one three. The Lord is coming soon. Let's pray. You have been gracious to your land, O Lord. You have restored the good fortune of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people and blotted out all their sins. You have withdrawn all your fury and turned yourself from your wrathful indignation. Restore us then, O God our Savior. Let your anger depart from us. Will you be displeased with us forever? Will you prolong your anger from age to age? Will you not give us life again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Amen. And for an Advent action for today, like Zechariah, John of the Cross, whom we commemorate today, was a prophet in his time who called the church out of lukewarmness and into renewal. Consider meditating on, one, the state of the church in the world, whether globally or in your own community, and two, the church's call to cruciformity, the cross-shaped way of repentance and grace following the footsteps of Jesus. Perhaps use Psalm 85 as a starting place to pray for the Lord to come and renew and heal his people. Especially today, if you would consider praying for all those people that have lost homes and lost uh, loved ones in these recent tornadoes um, across, across the Midwest. If you have extra time today, read some of John of the Cross's spiritual canticle or his Dark Night of the Soul to understand why he asked the question, what shall I give you, Lord, for all you have done and suffered me? And then believed that the answer was a renewed life where the Christian suffers and is despised for Jesus.